Coming to you from the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Yes, we're recording now, but we haven't decided on a topic. It's just that if we're doing a drink recipe, we want it recorded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So anyway, I'm trying the prickly pear fig and cardamom, which claims mm. to be a perfect uh, mixer for tequila or mezcal. Mm-hmm. We picked it up at Waitrose. I'm not... I don't know. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I mean, you have whenever I hear no. prickly pear, I always think of the Jungle Book. What? <laughs> Didn't they use this song about a prickly pear in the pawpaw patch or something? Oh. I do not remember that, but Maybe it's just I the will... pawpaw patch. So, the tasting notes. The gentle honeyed sweetness of prickly pear and fig help bring out the delicious agave flavor of the spirit, rounded off with lightly spiced cardamom finish. I'm not getting cardamom. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting cardamom. I think we over cardamom things, though. I think that's a family trait. You think I've like actually ruined my taste buds for cardamom? Yeah, I might be getting cardamom. It tastes. It tastes like it should have artificial sugar, but there's no artificial sugar. Like I've checked the ingredients. Well, there's no artificial sugar. Figs are really sweet. Prickly pear is really sweet. I mean, it's all sweet ingredients other than your spices I mean, in there. It very specifically says no artificial flavorings, sweeteners, or preservatives. This is hilariously, though, like, oh, my God, I love how pretentious this is. I feel like I need to take a picture of the ingredients and post it or something. It's epic. <laughs> do we need to well, do an episode on drinks? I don't feel, are we prepared for that? I don't know. I don't know. The research department has confirmed that there is a whole verse about the pawpaw and the prickly pear in <laughs> The Bare Necessities, by the way. There we go. Okay, then. There you go. <laughs> All I know is that small batch hard seltzer, I showed him this, like, I sent it to him in a chat, and he was like, what is with you buying Christmas flavors in summer? It's cardamom. It's year round. Like, it's not... It's not Christmas flavors. That's what I said. It's year round. What kind of fin is he? These are always fig and cardamom. I think it's the fig as well. Cardamom is for all seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But my dad's fig tree doesn't like drop figs in winter though. I don't know. I don't know. Take it up with him. Okay. Take it up with him. Call him right now. Call him right now. Have, Have him call into the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a live call in before. We've had yeah. guests, but not a call in. Considering how often we call people out, I feel like we should probably have a call in at some we point. Probably should just I guess we could we could do a show about uh, like talk shows and radio call in things. Like, do we like opening monologues? Do we like news? Oh. Do we like comedy? Do we like serious? Do we like right. audio? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just came to me like a bus in the street. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, let's roll with it. All right. All right, cool. All right, so I got to think of a thinger. I got to yep. think of a thinger. Animal On the plus animal. side, the hole in my mouth isn't preventing me from drinking cold beverages or whiskey. Well, there you we go. Whi- you want whiskey? I just need to get it replaced, and I'm just hoping it's... Um, you need to replace your mouth. Not too bad. <laughs> well, Don't you wait. know, we uh, 
I've been looking at my teeth lately, and they're not generally in, like, bad, bad shape, right? But, like, I'm half tempted to just say, fuck it, and just get dentures. Wow. Honestly? Well, then you're done. Yes. You're done. <laughs> no, because apparently you're not just done, because then you end up with the, like, the upkeep is apparently really bad. God, so uh. just take away my mouth? I don't know. I feel like it's such an inconvenience. What I have really noticed is because I'm chewing everything on the right side. Um, it's not painful on the left. It's just, it's awkward and I have to clean the food out, you know, from the hole. Mm-hmm. So I've just been chewing on the right. And, you know, there's like, you learn in school about the tongue and that different taste receptors or taste buds are Jaw on different muscles. parts of the tongue, mm-hmm. whatever. It's, de- I don't, you know, it's definitely true though, because I definitely taste less things. Like if I have a piece of cheese on the right side. Uh, it doesn't taste like cheese that it should taste like because it's missing the left side. That was kind of fun. <laughs> so just so we're clear, what you were taught in biology class in school is correct. Mm. Apparently. <laughs> just if checking. If you can believe it. Just checking. Okay. <gasps> Welcome back to We Should Start a Band. A podcast where we're not experts, we're just highly opinionated. I'm Cold Brew Kombucha, and today I'm joined by... Heritage Avocado Toast. And Retro Denim Jacket. This episode will be discussing... <laughs> Try not this to episode... it! I'm sorry! <laughs> this episode will be discussing filming and recording in front of a live audience. Now, this episode is not recorded in front of a live studio audience... But it's just as unpredictable. So flick on the on-air sign. Let's open the lines up to some callers and get ready to to discuss our hot takes on live television and radio. I would play some music, but uh, you don't want me to try. (laughs) Also, there's there's no actual ability to call in. The lines aren't actually open. But have fun with that. Yeah. (laughs) Someone. I'm expecting to get calls next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some definite, like, how come you said we could call in? <laughs> I'm calling in now. <laughs> but that's not live. You, what you've done can. is left a voicemail instead of an email. What's funny, though, is aren't all live shows recorded with a lag? I think in some markets, yeah, so that they have time to bleep um, yeah. nefarious language or body parts. I would yeah. assume. I don't know how much of a lag. Apparently the Oscars had a lag, and in some markets they were able to catch the incident in time oh. and bleep certain words. And in other markets, uh, European, they don't they don't bother with that. They just let people hear it and see it raw anyways, regardless of the topic. So that's Wow. They, they they do it live. They do actually do it live, yeah. Well they're not they're not so fussed about uh, curse words and um, the naked figure as some markets are. There's no uh, FCC rules over there. <laughs> this um, it depends, yeah. But yeah, U- UK isn't really a stellar contrast to the US, but some of the more Central European ones are. I would say that one of the best things, so being able to bleep a curse word or whatever, meh. I mean, we do for this podcast only because it's otherwise we have to mark it as explicit. <laughs> but. That I'm like, I'm not really bothered if people curse and everything. 
I think. <laughs> well, that's going to be a really long record scratch. God. Um, what did you do? But I think one of the best things about live television is when there's a streaker. Yes. I agree. I like a good streaker. I mean, you can't do it too much because then everyone just gets bored. Mm. Yeah. Like at baseball games. Yeah. I Or like, I guess, football games. I, I appreciate that. And I I get that it's illegal and, and bad, but I also don't really want the person being fully arrested and in jail for, you know, just entertaining l- the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not every day. Um, it's not every day that we can have a baseball game where the ball hits the batter in the ass and bumps off because he got cake. <laughs> I think the punishments are sometimes wow. a wow. little harsh, but at the same time, you don't want to incentivize people from so that they just do it every single game. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I like when the, the athletes on the field tackle the person. I enjoy also when there's an animal. Yeah. Yes. Like a squirrel or a cat yes. or something like that. There's yeah. nothing better than a small black cat evading <laughs> so many people in a field. The, the squirrel where the the commentators were actually like commenting on it the way, as if it was like running a touchdown. That was really great. Oh, yep. so good. A couple yeah. of those, yeah. There was another one which isn't an isn't an animal, but it was it was an NFL game. I think this last season, and in between plays, somebody noticed that in the middle of the field there was a pair of scissors. <gasps> oh, so what? they reached down, picked it up, and like ran and like chucked it off to the sidelines. But um, yeah, pair of scissors. Oh my gosh, I presume it's from a trainer. Maybe with cutting for tape or something, and it fell out yeah, of the bag. And but, it fell out of their packet, their bag, or their pocket. Or, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that is that Ooh. is not the definition of running with scissors, but it is a definition of running with scissors. <laughs> with scissors. <laughs> and anything that's live is so unpredictable, though. Yeah. Which is why all reality TV shows are scripted. <laughs> oh, oh, hot take! Hot take. Yeah, I mean, how else are you gonna like avoid dead air? Yeah, that's the thing. If it wasn't mm. scripted, it would just be really boring. Yep. I always like when it's only partially scripted and they do the whole like, oh my god, it's not scripted. But basically what they're done is they're told a topic to discuss, but clearly there's still a lot of dead space. Yep. So, so you're saying three people discussing a generic topic live isn't a good Doesn't format? always go well? Yeah. Then Surprise! That's why you'll never see us live. <laughs> <laughs> you, I yeah. wouldn't say that we have the problem of dead air. No, that's true. It's nothing we scripted have, either. Yeah, we have a massive problem with being on topic. Yes, and talking over each other occasionally. Yes, <laughs> or a lot. <laughs> I think that has to do with being in three different locations. Yeah. Because I feel like there are some kind of body movements, body tells, when you know mm-hmm. someone's about to speak. Whereas if you're not sitting next to them, you just don't pick up or it's over, yeah. you know, grainy video. Yeah. I do think that's like something that, and this is not necessarily live television, but, you know, it could be there in a really long stretch. 
But like meetings, Zoom meetings and team meetings and stuff, everyone's got a little bit of lag and you just don't know if they're going to talk or who's talking when or anything like that. Who's unmuted themselves and why can we hear their cat crying? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or like nobody needed that background noise. <laughs> just just hit me. Always love too that nobody will hit mute on the person who's unmuted themselves. Yes. Yes, as we if all it's have just the ability, and yet, <laughs> yeah, it's like someone's afraid to take that step, despite the fact that it's completely interrupting everything. Yeah, yeah. I suppose to tie that into the actual topic, you could say that live callers, oftentimes, because the show they're calling into, so the hosts and the caller can't really see each other. And I do wonder how much, I mean, you do get the awkwardness of people talking at the same time or like not really getting what each other's saying. But I wonder how much of that they kind of have to like edit. I, they must, they must like not pre-scan. That That's creepy. They don't scan the callers. You know what I mean? Screen. There we go. We're doing yeah. really well with words today. <laughs> English. I believe as my mother would say, it's your second language and you don't have a first. Accurate. <laughs> Sadly accurate. <laughs> I They must screen callers, though. Yeah. But, like... They can't just let anybody come on and just start talking. Is it, like, a visa application thing? Where it's like, have you ever been involved in genocide? No. When did you stop <laughs> being involved in genocide? Like, what kind of questions are you using to screen the caller? Have you ever called into a show before and gotten belligerent? When was the last time you got belligerent on a show? How oh, much have you I been don't. drinking this evening? <laughs> <laughs> I, I called 10 minutes before and you hung up on me. <laughs> you always well, get at least one or two, especially on those like variety or opinion related shows. You get one person that gets through the screen and they just go off on some long tangent. And it's not necessarily offensive. They're just, they've got something they want to talk about. And by golly, they're going to mm -hmm. use this forum to do it. <laughs> yeah. They're just really lonely. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the importance of having a producer. Because you have someone on the sidelines who can intro a caller without you having you as the host not having to do it like for, you know, radio, or I'm sure they do it for live TV as well. Where you're like, get someone kind of juiced up and being like, this is what they're gonna say to intro you. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. There's, um, I think a trash bin. I was trash, wondering trash whether trash or not you were very confused as to what I was saying, and I was like, oh, No, darn, there was just a sudden, there was a sudden, like, <laughs> crash outside. <laughs> and I was like, okay, nobody reacted. And then Let's I always look businesses. over at my, I look over to see whether or not it's registered. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether or not I'm going to keep this part in, but apologies to listeners. If you hear really weird noises in the background of our podcasts... Mm. It's because we record from central London. Or the suburbs. And people really like to mow their lawns. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, that's the true. lawn life. I cannot stand that about suburbia or even the country where, you know, your neighbors are not 10 miles separated. I hate lawn mowing noises. I like the smell and feel of fresh cut grass, but I would like it to appear silently. <laughs> Which makes it really awkward because my, like white noise sleep noise is a lawnmower so i'm just like running that on repeat <laughs> 10 hours of lawn mowing on youtube and 
<laughs> Is Someone that a debut album? Ten hours of lawn mowing. Ten hours of lawn mowing. We knew. I think if it so, was just that that one guard. constant like noise or pitch, but it's always like it goes left to right and it changes as it goes and it goes uphill and downhill and in and out and then it stops for a little while and idles and then they come back after they've had their glass of water or whatever and they start up again. No, just make it constant and we're not having the same discussion. In today's <laughs> episode, Heritage Avocado Toast discusses his frustration with proximity and sound waves. Uh, but like when you're in a plane generally there's the rumble right and some planes are quieter or louder but it's generally pretty constant once you get going and that's absolutely fine unless you're walking up and down the aisle oh yeah when i have to take my headphones off and if i'm walking up and down the aisle it's it's actually the worst oh my god sorry i'm cringing right now um (laughs) yeah I would apologize to anybody we've offended of the people who like to walk up and down the aisle, but actually, no, no, we're not sorry. Why are you doing that? Yeah. I get that you occasionally want to stretch your legs, but like, for heaven's sakes, just stop. You you don't need to do that every half hour. You, it's That's not how that works. Yeah. If your blood circulation is that bad. You probably shouldn't be flying anyways. <laughs> Uh, we've probably insulted a lot of people god we're so So, bad (laughs) much like a lot of live television shows (laughs) 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 somebody starts yelling jerry jerry in the background now that i think was a highly underrated program because it showed it seriously it, it showed crazy <laughs> stuff. I almost blew that out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> they had crazy plot lines. There was always a moral at the end of it. And it was pretty well written. The, the moral was always the same. It was like, we should all love each other. Especially if they're your cousin. Yeah, but like Maury and, and, and company, they, they never did that. They were all, you are not the father, you are the father. They're ruining families. They're bringing families together. Not once do they talk about morals and, hey, maybe there's something we can learn from this whole experience. Well, they used to do the whole like, oh, don't worry, we'll help you find the other, you know. Yeah, they never follow through with that. No. They no kick him out the that. door with a with a voucher to Applebee's and say thanks. Did okay, not to <laughs> not to like ruin anybody's immersion into Jerry Springer, <laughs> but <laughs> did get con- like is fake. Got confirmation on this, so not like okay, we all knew it was fake. But back in university, we knew a girl <laughs> whose cousin had been on twice. Twice, yeah. Huh? When you get a call back to Jerry Springer for the same issue? No, no, different issues. Oh, okay. But it was just one of those. It was just funny because it's like we were making fun of Jerry Springer. I guess we were laughing about it. We were having a a dignified chuckle. <laughs> and when? And then she was like, "Oh, my cousin's been on that." I was like, oh, and she's like, yeah. And the second time she was on it, we're like, wait, twice? <laughs> yeah. Once you're like, okay, that that's interesting for them. But twice, that's that's what gets me. You gotta get paid or something. I don't know. wonder if the money's Should any good. Should have asked. I guess we weren't asking the right questions. Really weren't. 
<laughs> but the like the paternity test ones, I feel like they I, they they tended to drift towards the ludicrous in the in the build up oh, yeah. and the story behind it. But sometimes you'd get one that felt more serious because you could let like let's say they weren't sure if it was the father, but you could tell that he wanted to be the dad and she wanted him to be the dad and he's good with the kids and they just didn't know. And then you're like, oh no. If this comes back yes, you know, everyone's happy. But if it comes back no, everyone's really sad. And I saw one where it did come back no and the guy said, doesn't matter. There's no one else around. We don't know who the who he is. This is my kid, you know, and sometimes you get these heartwarming ones. Do love a good heartwarming story. They have <laughs> to line them up that way, though, you know? I, this is the thing with, I feel like reality TV now just doesn't 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 line things up and script things the way those trashy talk shows used <laughs> reality to reality do tv doesn't do enough scripting that's the takeaway well like no it, i mean it does script but you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't line the story up right it doesn't yeah. really tug at your heartstrings yeah it doesn't get the audience involved yes i just i wanted to punch me in the heart and make me feel things and instead i could oh. care less who they end up with oi 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 you need to move, because that's my leg and that's your claw, and neither should be in- involved with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> He's like, in his little sleepness of like grabbing my leg with his claw, he then started to kick me with his little bunny paws. Oh, fun. I love when they want to cuddle, but also want to... Also insist on violence. Yeah. Violent cuddles. They're really into violent cuddles. You're also really... No, do not grab my leg again! Why would you do that? Is it is it the, the fluffy one or the slightly less fluffy one? It's, it's the slightly less fluffy. It's our third. Really? Oh, is it? He just... I'm yeah, because he likes surprised. to he likes to stretch his paw out. Oh, he's doing that thing. But he's like trying to snuggle in really close and then stretch his paw out, which then results in him just clawing me. Anyway, moving on. Murder mitts. No? Do you prefer Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer a talk show as in like Okay, well, no, this doesn't work. They're both shows. Let me, re- <laughs> let me rephrase my thought. Hear what I'm thinking. Is it a Christmas talk show or is it not a Christmas talk show? What? Because we're trying <laughs> to define what we're going to talk about and we have the whole episode about... Oh, Christmas- uh, yeah. And Halloween. <laughs> Do you prefer a talk show like as on television? Or... The talk show as in radio. So, this is, I I feel like this is going to sound bad. This is very millennial of me, in that I like to have a visual, but I'm not always looking at it. Can you stop turning knobs, please? (laughs) You like like a visual, huh? We're just opening doors. (laughs) Opening virtual doors to this conversation. Do you want us to stop opening virtual doors and start holding virtual fruit? <laughs> virtual peaches? Oh my god. Virtual plums? This looks a lot like our uh, plug motion. 
I beg your pardon. It does. It does actually, yeah. <laughs> shameless plug. Um, shameless plug. Oh, yes. I do Yeah, I'm kind of torn cuz I get what you're saying about having sort of the movement in the background even if you're not watching it. But I would say when there's a any sort of situation in which you are having people call in, I would kind of prefer that just be radio mm. or like just audio because there is nothing more awkward than somebody literally just sitting there while there's a caller because you don't have the facial interactions and everything. So it's just like, yeah, we didn't need a camera on you for this. Yeah. I had a doctor's appointment like that the other day where she was so still, I thought the camera had frozen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was not skipping. She just sits that still. I don't understand how. Like, good on her for being able to do it. But, uh, yeah. Very still. She just trained herself not to be fidgeting. I guess. But, see, I don't know which is worse. Somebody who's sitting really, really still or somebody who's fidgeting. Because there's just it's just weird. The person who is the the host and the you know cameras on them and they're listening to the caller and maybe they've got like one or two other people in the studio with them but it's usually I, the whole thing is just weird it just Accurate. i feel like you either all have to be there or you or none of you are there sort of a thing like you're all voices or you're all visual the 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 hybrid I know that hybrid's like, you know, a buzzword now and everyone's really into it, but there are times when hybrid should not be a thing, and I would say that's... There are a lot of things that should not be a hybrid. There are... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking at the moment, but... Like yeah. a wolf bear? Wolf bear probably should not be a hybrid. Yeah. I'll let you determine which half or side is which. Is this like the cat wearing pants thing where you have to figure? I guess, yeah, I guess I hadn't, I hadn't done like a cock and trees type of thing with them. I, I think I was just like, the cock and bits and pieces are, cock and what? Cock and what? But I guess I was picturing more bits and pieces. Oh, that would be like... a good album too. Cock and what? <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, I have feelings on this subject. All right, you usually do. Let's go. <laughs> so I, I think it's established <laughs> podcast canon that I am a fan of NPR radio. Mm-hmm. Is it, it established podcast canon? I He's mentioned it at least twice. Okay, I know yeah, ed- because yeah, every editor, single time attention. I go, it's terrible. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I guess I just. So for me, now you block out traumatic things. Yeah, if it's. <laughs> If it's a call-in show, I prefer that to be radio for very similar reasons to uh, what was just mentioned about the awkwardness of the person you can see. Mm -hmm. If it is a panel show, like let's say two people who are going to talk or you bring an expert on, and or it's like a TED Talk or mini TED Talk kind of environment, I would rather just listen to it as if I'm reading a book. But... If there's any kind of physical element, as in, like, if it's the opening monologue of uh, The Late Show or something, I would like to see the comedian just to see their body language. A lot of the jokes still translate verbally, but without the the movements of their hands, I don't think it's as funny. So, that's my general thoughts on the subject. 
Interesting that you bring that up because I believe The Late Show has started kind of just converting the monologues and everything into a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know that I feel like I don't think it would translate the same way. I agree. Because there is so much of the body language and like, especially because he does kind of not prop comedy, but. They all do. Um, they all do. All all, mon- all monologues improv. from all related yeah. shows over time. It's the audience interaction. It's the yep. turning to the band for emphasis on yep. the joke. The words will still be humorous, but they're not as effective without the visual. Mm-hmm. It's the facial expressions. Yeah. I mean, he especially has very expressive eyebrows. He's like a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah, so... The, cl- the Colbert retriever. It's just so many things that I just feel like have to be visual and can't really translate. And I know that, I mean, obviously, we know that podcasts are a big thing. We jumped right on that bandwagon. But (laughs) I'm not sure that everything should now be a podcast or a radio show. True. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But equally... Ice Road Truckers does not need a podcast. (laughs) Dear Lord, does that exist? I hope so. Let me research <laughs> well, department shall find research out. Research department. <laughs> Thanks, research department. That was one of the few um, TV shows in that genre that I, I didn't like. I, it was too, you know, the deadliest catch, and there's like a lumbering one, and Ice Road Truckers. There's a lumber one. Yeah, they like logging something. I think. Oh. Le- Alone in Alaska and stuff like that. The, those are all okay, but Ice Road Truckers. I don't know. It just kind of slipped away from me. But I'm While you're looking up if they've got a, a podcast, I, I would oh, yeah. say the the flip side <laughs> would be that I'm not sure, and I say this knowing that we are working on getting the YouTube channel up, and I know I keep saying this, it will get there. But I'm also not entirely sure that all podcasts need to have a video element. I don't know if I need to see everyone just sitting on a sofa yeah, or behind a desk talking into a microphone. So I do feel like a lot of people think that they are uh, more visually entertaining than they are. Yeah. Well, and when you're doing a podcast, like I know I'm not as animated with my hands with the understanding that I'm going to hit the mic. Yeah. So my usual body language isn't there. So I don't know why it would be super exciting to watch me sit with my hands no. crossed. Yeah. Do we have any Michaels in the family to hit? First first <laughs> name Michaels. No, oh, no first name Michaels. I don't Michaels. think we do. No first name. Yeah. None on my side either. Mm, How about that? Not on my dad's side either. Anyways. <laughs> research department. <laughs> will reluctantly inform you that there are indeed Ice Road Trucker podcasts. <laughs> but is it... So, there is one called Tail Lights, but it's spelled like um, a tall tail, not um, an animal tail. It's the first season with Ice Road Trucker Alex Debogorski. Talks about life on the road, ice, and otherwise. Then there is something on Truckers Network Radio Show. There are a couple of Ice Road Truckers with their own, such as Keep On Talking, The Truckers Podcast, Chilling Amongst The... And I'm not sure what it says because Google cut it off. So there are several connected podcast 
content for you to consume in and around the Ice Road Trucker world. Franchise. Franchise, thank you. <laughs> but that's what I was wondering, is it like, it, but you you did answer it, is that, is it actually related to that franchise or is it just that topic? I think some, yeah. some a column A, some a column B, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I guess it's somebody's thing. You know, I would rather listen to a, an informative podcast about someone just recounting what it is actually like to be an ice road trucker than watch the show. Yeah. Because it's just overproduced and they put them, you have a commercial every five minutes and then there's a recap of what you previously saw for two and a half minutes every time. It's like, it just, what's it like to be an ice road trucker? Can't be easy. No. So, I think that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, but I, don't, <laughs> I just kind of, they just get stuck a lot. And it's not as dramatic as hearing like James Earl Jones does Ice Road Truckers. Do you know that would be that would be intense, <laughs> epic. That's a, that's a whole genre that I'm sure. <laughs> oh, good heavens! We've strayed into Rule Thirty Four again. <laughs> I do like opening monologues though, when they're yeah. like, uh, uh -huh. "Here's today's news" or the topic, and a, a couple funny jokes. You know, it's between like four to six minutes, and sometimes when they're tackling serious stuff. They can tackle serious stuff, too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I really like the opening monologue. I'm less keen on the interviews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like I used to like interviews on talk shows and things. But now they... And I, I get that. It's always been, like, who's the hot person in the in the news or entertainment or whatever. But now it just feels like it's always just a plug. Like, it's just a big, long commercial it's the big long, <laughs> long vibrating plug big, long <laughs> hard um yes oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that no we're getting away from that <laughs> however <laughs> no i do i do think that like interviews now to me feel like they are just always plugging something yeah and it's just a commercial for something and then i think well and because they're really short, because they try to like cram in as many as possible. So it's like three minutes to plug your new TV show or your new book. There is someone who I watch who does interviews, and I can't remember. But for the they like are really good at staying on topic because they say you have sixty seconds at the end to plug anything you'd like to, and it really seems yeah. to keep them on topic ahead of time, which just it, that makes sense. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to listen to my commercials. But that's the whole reason they typically bring them on. You know, it's oh, always yeah. like, and, you know, tonight's guests are so-and-so, star of the new hit movie, or like, so-and-so's new book, or, it, it, yeah, so that's, and I get that that's sort of why people want to hear from them, but I do feel like interviews now are not as chatty where's like the talk shows aren't as much about talking yeah i want the hard-hitting journalism yeah heck i don't even care about the hard-hitting journalism just like i don't really want to hear you plug the you know plugging whatever and necessarily i don't know i get all mind hearing like what was it like on set or things like that but you watch the trailer for it and then it's like you know, oh, and it's come. You spend like another thirty seconds on when it's coming now, and like, so where are all the places you're going to be going to? Also, plug this, and then we go to commercial, and then we come back, and 
I don't. Uh, and then we go to this is yeah. Perhaps, this is very precise actually, because your the trailer has kind of triggered me on this. So they bring the guest on. They say, "Oh, hello, sir, madam. You're starring in the next new movie. We've got a clip of it, don't we? we, we they're always like, do we have a clip? I'm not sure. Oh, we do. Great. And then they, of course, you know you have a clip. No one's fooled. <laughs> then they Someone play the clip. Someone is really screwed up if there's no clip. <laughs> Wait, we don't. Um, all right. <laughs> so what should we do to fill this time? <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> Let's bring on fired. Jerry. But <laughs> um, somebody get that chair out here. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the, you watch the trailer or the little snippet or whatever, and then the audience claps, and then they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." It's like. You're already on the show because you're famous, and presumably that's because you're talented. But we're going to clap when you're done. Just hold your applause to the end of when the person is leaving. Why do we have to clap mid just for that little that little snippet? I do have to say, this is something I I feel like people clap for too much yes. now. Everyone yes. gets a standing ovation. It's like, well, hold 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 on. It, it's supposed to mean something. <laughs> but also, just like. There are times in in shows, in plays, when you're at the ballet, you don't have to clap for everything. Like, and I think this is, I don't know where it's come from, but it is like this. And then I blame Strictly Come Dancing where they started clapping along to the, the dancing sounds. Oh, well, that's oh, just that's, that's like, no, 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 stop. There are professional people dancing. There are professional sounds happening. We don't need you clapping off beat. Yeah. But the, like, every single time somebody says a line or a joke or whatever, they clap. Or, like, mom and I went to the ballet um, before Christmas, and, like, every single dance, people in the audience would start clapping. It's like, no, you clap at intermission mm. and mm-hmm. you clap at the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, you clap when the orchestra walks in and like that's it and it just you don't have to clap for everything but then people don't stop clapping either and it's almost like this thing because you see the hosts they're like okay thanks 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 and people just keep going and like because that person kept going 10 more people keep going and then it gets really it's like no no thanks and you kind of want to be like just shut up now yeah <laughs> it's almost like there's no reason for slow claps yeah. yeah if true. there's a slow clap, you're clapping inappropriately. But also, Unless if there's just silence, like if they've said if they've said thank you, they've come in yeah. and they've thanked you. Just you know, just bring it down. So you, audience, the listeners can't see my hand motion. <laughs> let's use our <laughs> let's use our inside hands. No clapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think sometimes it's warranted. Like let's let's pretend that the host. Um, has had to leave the show for personal medical reasons. And then, so they have a fill-in and it takes a year and they come back. On the first night back, like, everyone's happy that they've survived, you know, that they're back, that they're able to keep doing it. I think that's okay. But, like, every every day or for the littlest the littlest achievements, sh- it should be reserved. I, I don't mind, like, the first time they come out on stage clapping. Yeah. But you do it for... A short amount of time as like a, you know, we're glad you're here. And then you stop. And also the hooting and hollering and shouting. It's like they have to shout or whistle because they feel like they are going to be heard. And if they're heard, they'll be like 
recognized and pulled up on stage and suddenly become famous. I don't know why you do that. Nobody cares who you are except for the fact that you are now the obnoxious person. Don't be a woo person. Yeah. What? Don't be a woo person. <laughs> well, they used to call it a woo girl back in the day, but I didn't want to gender it. So it's just a woo person now. It's the person that goes, woo. Yeah, but it's not always a girl. That's the thing. Yeah. So and the high pitched whistling. I, Why the whistling? Oh, look, I whenever I go to a live talk show or a concert, I always throw my old whale tails up on stage. That's a completely different issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and that's not hygienic. No. Look, we had whale tails all over my school. It was it was obscene. <laughs> and I'm not really prudish, but just like they didn't look good. They just looked kind of. I do, Not yeah. Good. There's something about whale tails to me. I feel like have we talked about whale we tails? Have. We, we must have. have. Yeah. We have. Um, but they're just unless I, it was on the mysterious first not, episode that got deleted because <laughs> we didn't like. They're it. not attractive, <laughs> and it also is an obvious like, hey, this is up my butt. <laughs> yeah. And now you're thinking about Yeah, I that. don't want to linger too long on the subject, but I've always underwear of that variety. It's always lingering is, is one of the problems. Yeah, how yes. is that comfortable, <laughs> hygienic? I mean, it's it's not really sexy if I'm honest. That's my personal opinion. So what is it accomplishing? <laughs> I just I don't need to know. I I think it comes down to and I mean, I sell lingerie. So, but I just don't care what you're wearing and I don't need to know. No. If you're going to yeah, wear whatever you want to wear, but I don't need to know about it. Yeah. Wear it. Feel confident. Maybe somebody wants to know, but not everyone wants to know. No. And we sure as heck don't want to know that you really like to floss. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep stuff from getting stuck. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, oh I'm such a spiral goodness. for this, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> uh, what's the topic again? <laughs> live talk and radio. T- live TV and radio. <laughs> well, I mean, especially on live television, there's certainly been a fair few instances of inappropriate accidental exposure. You know? That's true. Mm-hmm. That especially because... Not all women, but they, they tend to wear dresses and quite often they're short and the camera angle, the resting camera angle is, is like right at chair height, like the seat height, like, Which I don't why get. are we doing, hold on. And they have to, you can tell like, cause they're, they're really trying to make sure nothing accidentally gets viewed from the, ca- uh-huh. what? just raise the camera angle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a flattering camera angle anyway. Mm-mm. I mean, if it is, if you like kneecaps. Except you never get to see the host's kneecap because they're always behind the desk. Are you really? Are you like, is that your sort of white whale? What? (laughs) Seeing the host's kneecaps. Yes. Yeah, James Corden's kneecaps. But sometimes they get out front for their monologue. Therefore, you see the kneecaps. Yeah, wait a minute. Why aren't you looking at the kneecaps? Yeah, but they're usually in a suit and you can't see the kneecaps too much through the suit. So, what you're advocating is more hosts in short pants. What we need. What we need are men's suits with see-through knee sections, so we can show a little leg. You know what I'm saying? 
like those jeans with the with oh the, the mom clear jeans window? with the with the clear window. Yep. See, I was thinking just like Bermuda shorts and a suit. Mm-hmm. That's they just do feels have like those comfortable. Yeah. Wait, like a suit jacket and Bermuda. How shorts? is that uncomfortable? Uh-huh. It's breezy. No, no, that's no. They, they they won't overheat. That's yeah. basically a formal version of a, zo- a of Zoom there? call out attire where you, you have a button up up top and um, whatever you want downstairs because they can't tell. I don't know. There's something real cute about like a little baby in a seersucker suit with Bermuda shorts. Oh, yeah. no, that's a totally different story. That is, that is adorable. Yeah. I thought we were talking about grown adults. We were. But so what are you are you ageist now? Are you saying that grown adults can't wear adorable sealer soccer suits with Bermuda? I'm shorts? saying they can. I just don't think it's as cute as a two year old. So how are you gonna get your <laughs> your knee on? Yeah. Because it's a full length trou- set of trousers. It's just got the kneecaps <laughs> cut out and put in with a plastic window. We've got the technology already. It would mess up the pleating though. Yeah, and the plastic window falls. Yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't Fold to hang them as. Mm. What I'm hearing here is that the the matching seersucker Bermuda short suit sets that we got for Heritage Avocado Toast and portable vinyl turntable are apparently not going to fly as well. We saw it. Well, Ugh, well, that's another return. I guess if one of us wears them, the other has to. But we actually got them for the all the guys. Oh in yeah, the family. whole yeah. family photo coming. Well, oh, yeah. okay, now it's oh, a yeah. bit, so that's that's okay. As long as I can change afterwards. <laughs> oh, I it's feel fine. Like somebody has if to it's Photoshop this. <laughs> yeah. There's someone's someone's taking a photo of it somewhere. So we just need to Photoshop the heads of all of our yeah, yeah. But can we do beach bodies or something though? Like, like, can we get fit guys in the suits? I really don't think you're gonna find fit guys wearing suits. I'm not calling out the fitness of the the familial group. I'm just saying, not many people look like Zac Efron in Baywatch. So you just want to have a moment? Yes, just one moment. <laughs> and I want that on my tombstone. You know how everybody gets like a little saying or famous last words. I just want like the Zac Efron abs and pecs. <laughs> Twist, you know, they always twist, so it flexes all the. Yeah, I want that. But carved. do you want it? You want it like carved in stone? Yeah, yeah, like yes. A low relief. Yes. Okay. It doesn't right. even have to be a relief. You could do the full statue on top, like David. Oh wow. Ooh. Um, I don't want to be. Depends mm. on how much we want to spend on this. <laughs> That's true. I don't want pigeons perching on my pecs. You know. It's kind of hard to because they're vertical, but, but they're so know. massive. Is the point? No, I think the way he's planning to also pose. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a lounge yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Reclining. Have, have you ever watched like one of those bodybuilding competitions? It's the the, <laughs> the hands out like airplane wings and then the twist. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, so you're thinking like the puffed out chest. I mean, birds will sit anyway. <laughs> I mean, so. That's true. <laughs> we saw one. Sit, like the building, it's hard to describe, but there's like some uh, for the boilers in the in the in the buildings here. If there's like excess moisture or water runoff in, boiling in the in the the boiler, it will vent out through like a little pipe. So they cut little holes in the brick walls, and then they put little pipes out. And so every so often they'll dribble. These pigeons perch on that. It's like two inches out from the wall and that total, and they just perch there like it's their business. Mm-hmm. It is their business. It's like just why aren't you? In, but there's windowsills we, and roofs right next to it. Why are <laughs> we've been trying to work out? 
So we can hear one that like makes a, a crap ton of noise just outside the bathroom window. And we're trying to work out like, are they on the windowsill or are they over on the neighbors? Like, cause this is a little courtyard bit in between the flats. And so we're trying to work this out. And then I was standing in the kitchen and I was looking and one of those little vents is sticking out just under the windowsill of the bathroom. And there's the pigeon. <laughs> Cooing away. <laughs> Planning a coup. And it was... Cooing up a coup. It was go like absolute crack of dawn this morning. Cooing away. <laughs> driving the cats nuts. Driving me nuts. I slept through all of it. Stupid. Oh, when I do this. Sorry, I just got easily distracted by the fact that when I do this, I Your suddenly reveal the people in the coffee shop. Yeah. When I got yelled at for, because you have the Zoom backgrounds and all of that. Because that's, that's what, listeners, that's what our green screen is. It's just a Skype background. Coffee shops, though. Yeah, they're coffee shops with people in them that yeah. are still. <laughs> it's for our own enjoyment. We chuckle at ourselves. <laughs> the first time I tried to do a Zoom call with the with a fun background and I was sitting against the wall in the living room, and uh, I was notified by Zoom that I needed to have a more distinct color differentiation between the background and the foreground being myself. Oh, no. Thanks, Zoom. Wow, it went there. Translation, we believe the Zoom, the subject is pasty white. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm very I'm really surprised they didn't say like please remove the corpse from in front of the camera. <laughs> I mean viable options. I'm not saying cold brew kombucha isn't the color of a white wall, but like, you know, give her a little credit. She is a human. <laughs> the, this is the problem. It was like during lockdown, no one was getting any sun. That's what that's what I'm blaming. Even though if I go out in the sun, I need to issue some sort of warning and people need to have sunglasses. Yeah, me too. I have the lovely ability to uh, sunburn through windows, including mm, on car yep. trips. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, fun fact about American um, uh, skin cancer. Uh, one of the com most common places to get skin cancer is on your left arm. Because when you're driving, oh, driving. This, it gets it's not protected by the interior of the car. And men do the driving more often than not. I'm just saying when you're together, more often it's the man. It's just a fact. It's not saying anything about women driving. I'm just saying, so it's more common than men, apparently. Also, I don't know the statistics, but I do know more women, this is just anecdotal, who put on sunscreen. That's probably true yeah, as well. Than men. I believe that. It's not, yeah. it's, because it's but not macho to put sunscreen on. So that's a whole category of men excluding the product straight off so i think the thing is that a lot of people don't think about it they think like i'm getting in the car that's an inside space and then i'm going to the store or work or whatever it's an inside space and they don't think about the fact that you still have sun coming at you yeah well and you've got uvb rays even when you are inside that are coming yep. through the house so yep you're not protected just because you're inside oh yeah. especially on airplanes I was about to say airplanes. Mm. Yeah. Put sunblock on before you go on an airplane. And it makes sure that it's got the PA number. Yes. 
Yes. I feel like we should just be sponsored by a sunblock company at this point. I would love that. I spend a lot of money on sunscreen. Same. I think it helps (laughs) if you are or come from a family of very fair-skinned people, because... It only takes one time for you personally to forget to put it on and get a horrible sunburn after like five, ten minutes. You're like, oh, right. Okay. I better put this stuff on. I think if you don't come from that kind of background, I think it's easier to sort of not take it as seriously. But when you burn instantly, you're like, right, it's front of mind all the time. I think I also, I do know a lot of people who are who are from fair skin families who don't wear sunblock though Why? i think you also need to come from a family that has a history of skin cancer yeah who doesn't have that though nowadays it's so common in the the, the generation what, before our parents cancer? you know so common yeah 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 everyone i don't know a single elderly relative when they were alive that didn't have something removed from their ears, their face, their hands, because it was melanoma. I don't know a single one who didn't have mm-hmm. that, I don't think. It's just common. Glad they can catch yeah. it, but that's not... The, yeah. We should be... I mean... Everyone should have that. Yeah. But you also have family members in our very fair family that used to put body oil on and sit out in the sun. Yes. Like so, baby oil and then like well, burn to a little crisp because they were convinced they would tan. I only do that before my competitions. And we're back to the bodybuilders. Yeah. Yeah. You know they use paint rollers to apply fake tan before it? Some of them will use whole paint rollers. They'll dip it in the uh, the mixture and then Okay, now why is that not a reality TV show? I would watch the bejesus out of that. I think it was. I think that's how I saw it. Well, no. no I'm not talking the bodybuilders. Oh. I mean just putting things on other people with paint rollers. <laughs> yes, please. Oh. <laughs> be great. Back alley paint rollers. <laughs> I would just watch that. I watch the hell out of that. Uh-huh. This week. <laughs> watch Sam prepare like, yeah. for a first interview with a paint roller. Jared goes to clown college, great. gets the white paint. But like, yeah, like, doing the, the the tan, you could do like different body paints. You know, this week's is going to be like, I don't know. What was the Nickelodeon thing? Gak or whatever? Gak like, was Like different textures, thing. Yeah. different Foam. competitions, like a speed competition, an art version. Sl- uh, don't they just call it Nickelodeon you know, slime? It's just the slime. How much coverage can you get? Sorry. Was it slime? I'm still stuck on the Nickelodeon thing. It's just slime. It's just slime. I think. It was slime. Okay. Gak, Gak I think, was a product. Was a thing. I don't sure. think oh, it was. Oh, Gak was a toy, wasn't it? It used yeah. to make a fart noise as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just giving yeah. the listeners oh, yeah. what they want to know. We need to get ironically authentic eyewear back on here because I think we were going to have a toys episode. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's a nice plug for that episode <laughs> for yeah. a future episode. Keep listening. <laughs> we promise we'll eventually get around to the things we keep saying we'll do. Just like talk show hosts. <laughs> that might be it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's actually, that I think that might be it, I think it was a good, yeah. I I just kind of said it, but I'm not sure there's, I don't know, I think we've we've not covered it thoroughly. So, is do we have a moral? Oh, yeah, we need an end of show moral. Oh, that's going to take too much time to write. Jerry spends hours on that, surely. Moral of the story. Keep listening to our podcast. (laughs) So, the the moral of this episode, listeners. If we all pull together. Is that, (laughs) and we we care about one another. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you'll share this podcast with all of your friends and family. And we don't care how annoying you have to be to do it. Yeah. 
because that's what true friendship is. It is what family is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is what <laughs> and it's free. Is. Real hipsters share podcasts with their friends and family. <laughs> actually, that that's accurate. That's actually really <laughs> that's accurate. accurate. The amount of time I spend talking about various podcasts with friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so I think we'll play the applause sign now and dim down these stage lights, turn up the house lights, and uh, shove everyone awkwardly through a few exits. If you <laughs> like, what? I don't know. I'm not sure where I was going. I was like, how do you how do you get people out of here? You have to have multiple means of egress in case of a fire. <laughs> that got so violent. <laughs> there's there's more there's gotta be more than one exit in the ed sullivan theater <laughs> well yeah but you know everybody's getting up and like going to th- everyone who's left the theater actually knows. i think it's more dangerous to be on a radio talk show because they're just in like a little booth somewhere if there's a fire outside oh, they true. are stuck yeah yeah, yeah. okay oh anyway. get on that I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll edit the, New, the end fear that. New fear unlocked. <laughs> New fear unlocked. <laughs> I'm afraid of, of dying of smoke inhalation while doing a talk show radio podcast. <laughs> uh, that's I mean you never know. Apparently it is usually the smoke that gets you, if that's any consolation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Except for witches. <laughs> Because it was in the open air. So. <laughs> yeah, which is. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Okay. If you were to throw anyway. a witch off of, like, a cliff to try to destroy them, would they still be able to fly or do they need the broom to fly? I think it depends on the lore. Yeah. yeah. They float too, right? That's a thing. Yeah. So if you. if Yeah, because if you, if you drown. You're not a witch. Then at least you died yes. not being a witch. So yep. if we're in a lore scenario where they have to have the broom to fly, so they're captured, so they don't have their broom, and they get thrown over the bridge, but they'll float in the water, would they still die on impact? Would the water be solid like it is for us? Oh, oh, you're thinking like a really long Yeah, drop. yeah, like Grand Canyon. Into the river. Like off a castle wall. Well, I don't know, because I don't know I don't know the lore on witches impacting hitting hard stuff. Like surfaces. how immortal are they? Because presumably the Highlander would survive that fall. As long as he didn't get his head chopped off. Yeah, I was gonna say as long as head's not yeah. intact. Exactly. Well th- are you telling are you saying the Highlander's a witch? I think he might be. Well they might be. They're pretty close. They can't fly though, I don't think. Maybe they did something silly at the end seasons. Well, and I'm just thinking about the lore still, because if they can go <laughs> through solid objects, if you can walk through a wall, when you're tossed off the cliff and you hit the solid yeah. water, you'd still go through it without through hurting it. yourself. Do you, do you yeah. have control so, over the momentum? if we're talking about somebody who can go through solid objects, I'm pretty sure they could fly without a broom. Okay, but, but let's pretend Probably. they can't. So you make it through the water. When do you stop? When you hit the, the core of the earth? Or do... Or can you choose when to stop? Maybe you go through it. Just go through it, pop <laughs> out the other end, grab a broom on your way <laughs> through the magma. Great. I always wanted to visit this country. <laughs> I didn't even have to use my frequent flyer miles. Wow. Anyway. Frequent flyer broom. 
So talk shows. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, all right. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, then I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. it's sad because we listen to our own podcasts (laughs) we make our own (laughs) i think to be for Um, podcasts you have to be a little bit narcissistic though because you have to listen to yourself recording then you have to edit and listen to it and then you have to listen to it again when it's live I think there's a little bit of that. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. It has to be. Anyway. Are witches um, narcissistic? <sighs> <laughs> We've talked about their physical attributes, but not really the, you know, the mental aspect of a witch. I'm going to oh play God. you out pretty soon. <laughs> I'm get the hook like a talent show. Gong show. Yeah, yeah, the gong show. That's, that's right. Uh, Okay. Um, if you like what you hear, then feel free to rate us or I don't know, leave a like. I don't even know what all the things are anymore. If you like what you hear, rate us, leave us a Tell star. Your Remember to follow us. Head over to the blog for more content at hipsterathome.co.uk. And if you really want to show your love for the very weirdness that is this show, then feel free to check out our merch store as well, which is a a link over on the blog, because I can't remember the actual address off the top of my head. Uh, Yeah, so thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Later. Bye now. There's like a whole ten minutes of witch (laughs) content. Oh, that would be a good debut album, though. Ten minutes of witch content. <laughs> ten hours of mowing. better than ten, ten hours of mowing. Yeah. Ten minutes of witch content. <laughs> <laughs>